This is Morning Motivation for Educators on the Bee Podcast Network. Learn about all the shows at bpodcastnetwork.com. You'll hear from a variety of formal and informal educators who help put this podcast together. If you'd like to contribute your voice to this show, please go to morningmotivationedu.com to apply. I'm Danielle Newfer, an educator for over 20 years who went up against two bouts of serious teacher burnout before finally realizing that I needed to share what worked and what didn't with educators everywhere. This is when Teaching Well was born. At Teaching Well, I partner with schools who recognize that when teacher well-being is prioritized, true teaching and learning can happen. And there's nothing more integral to building this kind of school culture than finding ways to care for yourself in the midst of all the school day hustle and bustle. Building in these moments is what this show is all about and what I hope to bring to you each time I get the opportunity to speak with you here. So with that, let's begin. Today's morning motivation is about prioritizing self-compassion. I'm sure we've all heard a flight attendant tell us at the beginning of a flight that if the oxygen mask falls from the compartment, put the mask on yourself before helping someone else put it on. The obvious lesson is you won't be much help to others if you can't breathe, so take care of yourself first and then worry about others. Albeit trite, these important instructions extend in usefulness way beyond the flight scenario. As educators, we have an enormous capacity to care for our students. Some would say helping children is their calling and their passion. It's all they've ever known and what they feel compelled to do. This seems like a very noble cause to give and to give and to give. But here's the problem. What happens when you have no more to give? What happens when you're tapped out? What happens to anything if there's only output but no input? In all cases, it results in an imbalance. For teachers, this giving, giving, giving often results in irritability, a sense of depletion, overwhelm, anxiety, and in extreme cases, burnout but it doesn't have to be this way. Many teachers I talk to and myself included believe that this foreboding need to take care of students coupled with less time and more expectations is the recipe that must be followed to be considered a good teacher. These feelings of busyness and overwhelm are often equated to doing meaningful work. It's what we are accustomed to. We believe it's what is expected of us our jobs we imagine couldn't be done any other way. But I want you to consider just for a moment that your job could be done another way. It is simple, but it probably is not going to be easy. There's no simpler way to say it. You've got to put the oxygen mask on yourself first. You've got to practice some self-compassion. So what is self-compassion? It's extending the same care you would give to someone else to yourself. Most people would agree that teachers have the capacity to be very compassionate to their students, but self-compassion is extending the same understanding to ourselves. So what are some ways you can practice self-compassion? Tip number one, start by grounding. If you notice an intense feeling, overwhelming emotion, or you get swept away, just plant your feet on the ground. Sounds simple, but just try to actually be present 
with your feet on the ground before you do something difficult. Tip number two for self-compassion. Give yourself a little bit of soothing touch. When you notice an intense feeling or overwhelming emotion, try putting a hand on your heart, your abdomen, or gently rubbing your neck. In the moment, this gesture of caring can help bring awareness to the moment of, e of unease and remind yourself to be gentle. Tip number three, take a little self-compassion break. This practice was created by Dr. Kristen Neff. And you simply need to set a few moments of your day or do the practice when needed. You simply extend a couple moments of self-compassion with these phrases. This is a moment of suffering. Suffering is a part of life. May I be kind to myself in this moment. This is a moment of suffering. Suffering is a part of life. May I be kind to myself in this moment. And tip number four is try some journaling. Keep a self-compassion journal and record any time you experience any difficult emotions throughout your day. Write down the incident, your difficult emotion, or the inadequacy that you're feeling. And then write a few sentences to yourself from the perspective of someone else, a caring and compassionate friend. What would this friend say to you in this moment? So keep these motivations close to your heart today. And may you show yourself the same self-compassion you would show others. If this morning's motivation resonated with you, I'd love to connect more. You can find all the different ways we can part partner together at teachingwell.life. Thanks for listening. And whatever role you have in education, we have a podcast for you at thepodcastnetwork.com. Who among your friends and colleagues needs to hear this message today? Please share it with them right now.